Welcome back to the Hey Rody podcast, where we take a deep dive into the ocean state. We are your hosts, Nick and Sasha. Hello, everyone. I hope everyone's having a wonderful day. And to kind of go along with this episode, I like I'm sending a lot of good vibes to everyone. That's like good a, vibes only. Good vibes only, my friends. Um, we are here today um, with Veronica from White Lotus Spiritual Healing. It's a energy uh, holistic uh, approach like Reiki and um, energy focused sort of center that you go and Veronica and her team helps you work through some stuff. Um, It was fantastic. She honestly, the minute she sat down and like started speaking, I think Nick and I were both like enamored by how well and how wonderful she could explain, you know, because it's a little intimidating, like hearing about spiritual healing and Mm -hmm. hearing about like energy um, focused sort of um, therapy, like it gets a little overwhelming and it's almost like not scary, but you're like, I don't know where to start. She walked us through her journey and like her experience with it. And it was like so easily digestible and like made it feel like anyone could just jump on board and and really benefit from what she's offering. You can tell that she's very confident in what yeah. she's doing, very knowledgeable. Mm-hmm. Uh, and put a put a fine point on what it is from their website. Um, it says true healing is multifaceted. It must touch you spiritually, physically, and emotionally, or more commonly recognized as mind, body, and spirit. Mm-hmm. Which is why at White Lotus Spiritual Healing, we offer healing for all of these aspects of yourself. Guiding you toward healing is our priority. So I love that. That's what they do. That's and and, and honestly, even just in our conversation we weren't in any sort of session when we were done didn't you feel like a good energy yeah yeah like totally yeah warm it was so wonderful and we had the lovely and absolute pleasure um veronica brought her wife along blue so you she doesn't talk like too too much um within the episode but there's little pockets where there's some good um yeah i don't know if we ever like officially introduce her i don't think so no 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 (laughs) You'll hear another voice pop up. And that that's, is Veronica's that's wife. Yeah. And honestly, like we've had people bring spouses before and I'm really happy that we set her up with a mic because yeah. she there were a few little sections where she gave her opinion or sort of gave her experience. And I love that because Nick and I aren't um, we're not like first we've not firsthand done these things i've gotten reiki before but like not in a in a it, not recently so it was nice because blue gave her sort of like interpretation or her experience with it and it was interesting to get both sides of that yeah she had valuable insights oh totally um but they were both honestly like if they could have i think we could have talked to them for like six hours oh yeah like for sure Mm. (laughs) like easy easy yeah it happens we have i have a little clock that runs while we're we're running so we don't either you know try to cut ourselves too early or we go too late or whatever um and this is one of those where you had to keep an eye on it to make sure we weren't talking for three hours it was was so much fun and it it was just so interesting and i love hearing different ways to like you know we're all going through so much especially after the last few years there's a lot of like you know weird energy and like work is hard and relationships are hard and obviously like therapy like going to like a counselor or a therapist obviously and veronica even says like i recommend that like a hundred percent but there's also other ways to like work through some stuff and and veronica can help you on that journey and she even said in the in the show that she has a lot of relationships with therapists and they will Mm -hmm. like they work together to help uh, a client you know work through stuff and i think that's really cool 
Yeah, I, I don't think anybody's going to be able to get away from this conversation without taking something from yeah, it. Yeah, um, I think so too. And you'll probably want to go see, uh, see, see, them see her and, see and her their and, team and, yeah. and, and like be so happy. Um, they're located in Pawtucket right across from um, Garden Grill. There's like a brick building. Um, but in the episode, like we always do, we say their address and all that stuff. So you can um, go in there and, and make an appointment. They do online bookings. You can also DM their social media, their Instagram if you have questions. Again, Veronica is so open to like answering any questions, whether you think they're stupid or not. Like, just have an open and yeah. honest conversation. Yeah, just ask the question. And um, White Lotus Spiritual Healing, uh, just so you can kind of, if you want to, sometimes I find it helpful to be able yeah. to follow along. Yeah. Um, uh, they are at 100 Lafayette Street mm -hmm. in Pawtucket. Mm -hmm. um, and their website is whitelotusspiritualhealing.com. And then you can find it, White Lotus Spiritual Healing, on pretty much any social channel. So. Yeah. And have so much fun. Like, I would recommend being like in a good space when you listen to this episode, like be cozy or be driving or just because there's a lot of good vibes coming from this episode and I want you to be able to like take them all in. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, enjoy. Have fun. It really, it was crazy. But so we did it. You did it. You freaking did it. Yeah, and absolutely. Now, well, and I, through my research back, backtrack a little bit yeah. i didn't realize you opened in 2016 white lotus 2016 2016 yeah it's, for some reason i guess like my connection to when you opened was when that article came out yeah but you have been around for a long yeah. time yeah that's incredible learning and teaching and yeah. um, holding and so even before we had a name yeah so 2016 was when like white lotus was born yeah but before that um it's been such a long process of just mm -hmm. being exposed to this i, I kind of come from culturally a family that used natural medicine, yeah. right? So that was always part of my make. Yeah. Um, but 2016 was when I said, I kind of have to take this out to the streets. And this is one of the things where my wife is always kind of like that outside voice where she always tells me, you cannot keep all of these things to yourself. The world yeah, deserves to know this them. and share this. Yeah. And it's a gift, right? Mm -hmm. And and I know this, but sometimes you kind of need the reminder. Mm -hmm. 2016 was really that year when I was like, okay, I need to take this to the streets. And you started, you were like successful in corporate, yeah? Yes. So what was the, like, how did you, wait, really quick before we get on this tangent. We're here with Veronica from White Lotus yes. Spiritual Healing. Hi. Anyway, <laughs> now let's just get Yeah, we tend to just roll right into it. No, this is, I like before it. Before we get started. Yeah. Um, okay, so you were in the, what were you doing in like the corporate sector? What was your like role in that? So I started really early on um, in sales and marketing, and that's kind of been where, and I did that for a lot of different mm -hmm. places. Actually, insurance was really the focus of my career. And I, I mean, all kinds of insurance. Yeah. Um, and when I decided to kind of leave corporate, which is 2015, mm. to kind of pursue my own endeavors, I was working still in marketing for uh, an insurance company. And the capacity had always just been like growing other people's companies and yeah. bringing awareness and, you know, brand expansion. And I've always been a great ambassador. So I would be out in the communities and talking to people and, you know, that kind of thing. And it's, it's been great. But mm -hmm. what I also learned during the years is that there is this connection to humanity that superseded what I was working mm -hmm. in. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think in retrospect, I, I think of insurance as almost like it's something we're doing to assist people. At least that's how I had always taken it. Yeah. Where, um, this is what made my career different. My particular clientele just mm. always felt nurtured yeah. right, for mm. years and years. And so I I knew that I was offering something different even in that environment. Mm. Um, and people would just come over and just kind of talk. And they, people just for years just say, you really need to 
kind of do something else. Do something else, yeah. Everyone yeah. saw it. Everyone saw it, right? It's one of those things where you were always the last to kind of really, and Realize. I think that's ego stuff, right? Yeah. We had to kind of have to learn how to get out of our own ways, mm-hmm. and imposter syndrome plays a huge oh, role into that. Imposter syndrome, for sure. If you have right. a successful corporate career, right, it would be so hard to like... I don't want to say throw that away, but like for lack of a better term, throw that away and like jump into the cold water and try to swim. That's scary. And it was. so scary. It really was. But then one day, and I'll never forget this day, um, I went into work and I don't know where I got this. I don't know if I had been reading or hearing it just kind of was in a different mindset about setting your own path. Mm. And I remember coming, coming into my office and saying, I'm coming in here and I'm helping develop a vision of an individual, right? Whether it's your CEO or your C-suite executives who I don't personally know. Mm. I don't know what their long-term goals is. So I'm here Mm. building something that I don't truly understand. Mm. And that for me felt really unnerving. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think that's when changed everything. And I remember I went home that day and I said, I think I'm resigning. (gasps) That was it. And we kind of talked about it for a little bit. And Mm -hmm. the idea had been on the table for a long time. But that was really the idea of just like, what am I doing? Yeah. Um, you know, talk about taking your destiny into your own hands. And mm-hmm. I was like, I, I could really be creating a space uh, where we're giving back and actually nurturing and healing our communities. Mm-hmm. And I didn't feel like I was doing enough of that with my current work. And so that was kind of it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I mean, you you had said earlier that you spent all of your time um, like helping other businesses grow and make sure that they, mm-hmm. you know, had what they needed and that they were prospering and, you know, all of that stuff. And then at some point you got to hit it where you go like, I've helped all of these people grow their thing. And my job is to make other people's things happen. And I'm not doing it for myself. For myself. Right. Yeah. No, yeah. no. That was uh, always on there. And it, this is the, the conversation, yeah. right? That those monologues was really about that. It's just like, what am I? And even my, my dad who, I'm very close to my parents and I was talking to him about this at the time. He was just like, but it's, it's super okay to honor yourself. And if Mm -hmm. you have an inner calling, Mm -hmm. that means that you are really here to do a different type of work. Mm -hmm. I think it's time that you, you've built all this for so many people for so many years. Let's take some of that energy and put it back into yourself. And it seemed like such a simple thing, right? When it was Mm -hmm. explained as externally, but inside there's like all much struggle. struggle. Emotions, (laughs) layers. crying. I'm a mess. I'm like, what am I even doing? It's so hard. (laughs) Well, and then you, you tell the, like, you justify it to yourself going like, well, yeah, you can make it sound easy. Yeah. Sure. And you're oh, like, uh, yeah, a hundred percent. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, sure. That's the way everybody's doing it. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and there's a lot of fear. What'd you say? There's a lot of fear. And then Yo, the consistency totally. of a salary um, is yeah. something that people oh, yeah. don't want to let go of. You it's like, the how am I going to live? Yeah. yeah. That financial terror of uh, kind of jumping totally. away from something stable That's is so scary. Yeah. Definitely That's, scary. And even like the illusion of security, the illusion of stability. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. And you said you've worked in insurance, like even like that, like you have to all these things that you need for yourself that you get through like a corporate job or like right. a bigger company. Right. You're on your own. I know there's ways to get to that, but it's like it's a struggle. It's, it's hard. It's hard. It's really hard. And it's super scary. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we're parents. And so we were thinking about the kids and mm. all this other stuff. And um, but we just decided to go for it yeah I and i that. did and i'm very methodical and i think that's again one of the one of the building blocks that helps mm. me mm-hmm. um and so then i i went and i created an entire system and and i i organized myself and then i decided to start um gaining formal education mm. and then 
reigning in my community. Yeah. So so let me jump back really yeah, quick. When you uh, first, you know, you came home that day and you said, uh, I think I'm going to resign. Did you know what you wanted to do? Yes. Okay. So you had well, like, a, no a, doubt. you had a plan in your head. It wasn't, yeah. just, no doubt. it wasn't just, I don't want to do this anymore. It was, I want to go and do this. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I knew exactly Veronica, where I was headed. <laughs> Veronica never knows what she, like, she's never in a position where she doesn't know what she wants. Mm. Oh, she that's, is, that's a good you're thing. You're decisive. That's good. I am. She's yeah. a very logical thinker. Nothing is out of emotions. Yeah. She is a planner and um, extremely intelligent in that way. Yeah. I, I, I think and it took me a long time to realize that that was an asset, right? Mm. Because mm-hmm. that's not always deemed that way. And then I didn't always understand how to apply that to myself because I've been trained to apply that mm. outwardly. And you probably yeah. Which is what a lot of us do every day. Being logical, right? I'm assuming you probably overthink like the to littlest the thing. So like when you have to be that person, like being that for a client, is easy like giving them like every sort of like background or every thought point whatever but then putting that on you oh man it's a different level of pressure yeah that's and, a lot. and again we got to go back to the imposter syndrome yeah, kind of like yeah, knocking yeah. at yeah. the door yeah. right every few minutes just uh-huh. being like ah, what <laughs> are you doing yeah. girl who do you think you are bro take several seats <laughs> you can't do this but no, you no, no. did do that i did sit down imposter right like, bye. and it's, it. it's a lot of like monologues yeah, right that totally. go along the way which it's funny because what fuels what fuels the machine, right, mm-hmm. is the work that mm-hmm. I'm actually doing. So once I organized, I went to community and I started hosting these women's circles every ah. month at my house. Yeah. And what started with like, what, five people maybe uh, eventually turned into yeah. like a 30 monthly Whoa. group and it ran for like four years. Wow. wow. And so that really became such an important community. Mm-hmm. And as I did that um, and we got together, we I met people, we created friendships. I learned, I was able to teach, I was able to provide a space. But I just want to say too, yeah. like the, the women's circle, the power in the women's circle was the length of time that was lost yeah. when we were together. Yeah, I mean, we were, we were, I would set up these meetings once a month to get together for like, you know, couple of hours mm. like come through and we'll have some it was some hours <laughs> no no kidding i mean these women's circles would last anywhere between eight and ten hours oh my God. Wow. i'm not yeah nobody wanted to go home no ever. one ever well, wanted if you to feel leave safe, you had to set up bunk beds hundred like, percent heard and understood right yeah. this is the three people the three things that we all need in order to thrive totally and you provide that for people and they don't want to leave no yeah. I, I wouldn't want to no. leave no just, like, it was like a cocoon but so but that's what we would do we would set up we would transform our living uh, living room into just like a this giant mm. floor with pillows and food and candles yeah. and we would do and every month was with was themed and it's wonderful and we are bringing that back vulnerability honesty mm. transparency support um and the thing about the group too the the women's circle is that um not only did it feel like time was like infinite mm. but like anytime anybody had ever come into our homes they always said that they felt so comfortable. comfortable they, they didn't yeah. know how to explain it. Just even before, like, if we don't have a women's circle, like, just yeah. visiting in general, they always said they felt a comfort and ease. And I just, I, for me, it's just been beautiful to witness yeah. Veronica take that comfort that she's created in each yes. of our homes to her business. businesses. I exactly. love that. That's a- exactly. I'm going to take us on a really quick tangent. <laughs> yeah. Because I just I like it. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to probably this stumble, stumble my way through uh, explaining what I'm trying to think about here is it's interesting so these things kind of come up like uh you hear a lot women's groups uh kind of women's empowerment Mm -hmm. things everybody gets together they strategize they talk about you know the things they're afraid of uh what they want to do with themselves which is incredible and it's 
kind of a funny thing because you know there's the um the general motif that like you know men are in charge and they're doing um x y and z but and they, they don't they won't get together and do in that charge and like that's a thing that like yeah, uh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, it's an illusion that they're in charge there's yeah. it's the thing that like um there's a power in and i'm gonna just gonna say something that mm -hmm. like women as a general term um can do which is that mm -hmm. yeah, where you yeah, men yeah. don't do that no yeah, yeah, yeah. like no. try to get a bunch we're getting of, oh a bunch we're getting there yeah white like, lotus has a mission oh. and that, we a, do focus on men right that's a separate conversation would, but yeah like you don't get a bunch of we wouldn't a bunch of guys aren't going to be like hey Ooh, let's, let's talk about our feelings yeah. once a week and like be Cry. vulnerable which is what which is what our detriment all need yeah absolutely you you hit that it is to your detriment yeah um and it's so over the last couple of years uh we haven't done the circle mostly because of covid and yeah. then now we're just trying to reconvene and see how i would do it because today it wouldn't be called the women's circle when we do bring it back and mostly is because we are seeing an increase in men coming in yeah. um i have a pretty high percentage of, of male clients and we are learning how to hold space and mm. these are men that would typically not be vulnerable mm. out in the streets mm. it's wild that's but that's incredible but I love that, that you're offering that space and nick as you but said there's a yearning yeah like, well, and it is becoming more and more like with i would say probably maybe the generation just before mine mm. and then like our generation and below like more and more the norm mm. to right. like mm -hmm. like be fine with being like i'll tell we talk my friends and i talk about like you know, uh, oh, I watched a movie yesterday and it made me cry. Balled like my eyes the out. idea that you would say like my dad's say generation would have said that, that to each other. Yeah, 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 never. But like, it's not the stigma is kind of going yeah. away. Yeah, it is totally. right, and we're seeing that changing, especially mm -hmm. with um, in Gen Z right now, mm. where we're seeing the males in Gen Z really be connected to to their feelings and so i'm i'm here for all of and this and be vulnerable yeah, yeah. everyone needs to be vulnerable we, right which is what we discovered mm -hmm. when we were doing this this kind of holding the space for mm -hmm. as many years as we did um we learned so much totally. out of those um circles mm -hmm. and it, it taught me what it is that i wanted once i took my product to the streets because mm -hmm. we were i was operating from 2016 i was operating from home and so we oh, had wow. like a little room in the basement and people kind of come into the yeah. side door mm -hmm. And we would do that kind of thing. And after a year or so, it just was like, okay, I, I, you need, a space. I need my own space. Yeah. And, so, and then um, when we were in Puerto Rico, you were doing house calls. Right. And um, so I'll get to Puerto Rico at some point. <laughs> no, no, no. I was just, Sorry. No, no, no. I was <laughs> just in there. I, no, I was just saying when we were coming back, like when we were doing the back and forth traveling, yeah. that you were also doing house calls. So not only were you taking people at the... Uh, you know, in the basement, but you were also like right. traveling with your table. Yeah, I, I, cool. I, we do house calls even today, mm. right? For for people who are not able-bodied and can't come mm. to us. And mm -hmm. so we always will accommodate that. But so it was a lot of just different mm. things, right? Putting the circle together. I was learning through formal education because even though I had kind of grown up in this very spiritual, um, natural medicine environment, it had just been what was passed down, right? Yeah, My exposure, yeah. like, you know, we had a, um, a spiritual doctor that mm. came to us when we were kids and so it, it was a very different upbringing mm. normalized for me but there was no way that I, I if i ever wanted to teach this or kind of yeah. like make it official and socially yeah sellable. You i hate to make yeah. it right, right. we yeah, have to always think about it in that sense that's the society we're in unfortunately right yeah well what, what exactly. does uh, a um what do you want to call it a formal education in this type of thing look like that's like, a great question yeah. 
Uh, so it could be an array of different things, right? This could be you're sitting with someone and you're learning from an elder or you're mm. learning from someone who has been well-seasoned, who's a veteran, and so hands-on. Mm. Um, there's people like me who you can come and take a class and get a certification and spend mm. some time, and then you, you can learn in, in group settings. Um, and that's probably the most common thing. It's mm. just kind of like any other kind of certification where you go and spend some time and learn. Yeah. And that's what I did. And so I said, let me just kind of take all the things that I know and – Earn a certificate in the stuff that yeah. I already, yeah. know, you already know. Because right, like, I could teach these. And classes. can I tell yeah. you that was a really <laughs> difficult thing? Again, I had yeah. to kind of go back into abandoning the ego and mm. saying I'm not above this. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. because I, I kind of got in my feelings about it, I'm like, oh, this is absolute BS because yeah. I already know this. I know this, and mm. now I have to go kind of so, so that I can satisfy a social. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It instills confidence in the person that's coming to you that you have right. some sort of certification in yeah. what you're doing. Right. Totally. Even though that is just kind of an odd thing. Like it yeah. does help and especially it, on it things that are concerning like, you know, your personal health. Right. And, and you have to trust the right. person that you're working with, right. you know? Yeah. And it should be a, a variation of many things. And so I started just kind of um just sitting with old masters mm. and people who've been doing this for a long time and earning my certifications. And so in between 2016 and 2018, uh, that's all what I focused mm. on was just like, let me just get, get all this education. And so I did, um, which then allowed me to then formally teach which and kind of nice. grow. Right. Yeah. And that's then really you what I love. All of your experience that you it's knew. It's an add-on. Exactly. Yeah. So now you can teach other people. Yep. And I would assume that people learning from you probably like kind of like the feelings you were feeling about going and learning from someone that you're like, I know more than this. Like when they come to learn from you, I feel like it's probably a combination of like, okay, there's a formal training, but also there's like experience like from family and culture. And there's kind of like a mixture. I, so I see less of that. Really? I'm to be honest, I'm one of the, me again, and I'm not saying that they're not out there. Yeah. I'm, I know that they're out there, but I only know a handful of, folks who are doing this today who have both formal education and actually come from what we call lineage really? or come from an ancestry. Oh, wow. So in my, about 95% of the students that I take are people who are new to this mm. industry or have some knowledge, have some experience, but this is not something they grew up with. So they might um, not even know that like lineage and ancestry is even like an important part of your education. Right. And they eventually so, get it. Yeah. The second you're in class with me, you're going to understand. It all kind of <laughs> puts together. I yeah. teach very differently from yeah. any other teacher or when you're coming into session with me, yeah. you come in for a Reiki session, mm -hmm. um, which is always recommended with anyone, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Please go I need to get do, Reiki. I've done one like a long, long yeah. time ago. I need to do another session. Any practitioner yeah. is great. Yeah. That's yeah. that's really how I feel. Okay. Not, not um, my opinion. My opinion is that Veronica is best in our eye. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll see. Well, I'm going to, I'll go. I'll go. Hey, right. Hey, somebody's so, got to sell you, you, right? Right. Yeah. So, um, in, in all of that, when people come in, what you're getting is a combination mm. of, yes, you're getting a traditional Reiki, but then you're also going to get whatever my innate understanding mm. or not even innate because this is just kind of instilled yeah. um, of what we're doing. So yeah. you're coming in for Reiki, but then I'm going to fill you out and then we're going to move maybe some other things around using other things that are not Reiki related, maybe more in the curanderia and shamanic practices mm. side of things. Do you feel like um, when... Because working out of your home, obviously, like different, but like, you know, the year, the times of COVID, everyone went home and worked from home mm. and it was kind of crazy. I can imagine because your work is so centered on energy and healing and being offering those spaces to people mm -hmm. that like your space, because you were working out of that space 
out of your space you're yeah. working out of it. it kind of it probably felt like not as open for you right like i would imagine yeah. like because no it wasn't it wasn't open at all the so we actually you know what closed I mean? everything during covid yeah in person yeah um but here's the thing, right? Yeah. So let me give a, a little backstory. In 2018, um, we moved to Puerto Rico part-time. And so mm. we were living maybe even more than part-time, like a 70-30 situation. Mm. Um, and so I still had the practice here. Yep. And I would fly out once a month and do um, come and see my sessions or whatever. Mm. But we started doing distance sessions then mm. because there were people who didn't want to wait until I was back in town. And they yep. still, you know, people still need to receive what they receive. Um the work that we do does not really, you know, we always say time is human, mm. time and space is human, right? It's an organizational tool that we invented so that we can help our day, yeah. but it's not real. Yeah. And so in energy healing and all kinds of different types of modalities, that that having to be present with the body isn't really necessary to do mm. the work. So we had started doing remote work wow. then. Um, I was teaching remotely. I was taking sessions from um, from Puerto Rico. Um, for, uh, clients would come and fly, and fly down and see me. Um, oh but God. for those who didn't want to go ahead and do that, then you know this is what the alternative. So when the pandemic hit, mm. and all of the people in my industry were like, "Oh my gosh, what do we what do, do we, now?" You're like, "I already know." Guys, don't worry. <laughs> Let this. me tell you what we're gonna do. You I've are all going to do remote mm -hmm. stuff, mm -hmm. right? And people were hitting me up. Yeah. Um, on this well, because if you already time. had it yeah. down, like, of course. Yeah. Like, how do you do it, right? And so we just kind of did what we mm. needed to do. Um, and I just want to say, way. I just want to say, in Puerto Rico, we also had our kids homeschooled because we were traveling back and forth so by the time the pandemic came by and mm -hmm. everybody was struggling with their kids the going kids to school online work and we being already, at home you were like check check we check already, I already yeah. Yeah. we had yeah. a system so <laughs> I can that. I can do my sessions yep. remotely because the kids have already been home mm -hmm. and we already know how to coexist mm -hmm. and so yeah. we did pretty well during the pandemic that's amazing um Actually, so you didn't. Yeah, I, by I like, happenstance, you stumbled yeah. into the perfect formula for the. By the way, that's how everything works out for yeah. me. Even though I'm analytical and planning, it really doesn't because yeah. I've told you that overanalyzing just usually yeah. Yeah. doesn't work. Maybe you man you manifest it. I just it just roll it just lines up. That's I, I don't know. That's so cool yeah. though. Do you still do like a lot of virtual stuff? Yes. Or you're are you here now full time in yes. Rhode Island? Yes, uh, we've been here full time in Rhode Island since 2019, late okay. 2019. Actually, officially about to be right before the the world closed down yeah. again not we just were like we need to come back um, and you're like unfortunately i'm not in puerto rico and that's mm. not why i'm doing this virtually i'm just in my living room yes. like just staring out the oh, window they but knew. Still. everyone yeah. knew <laughs> everyone knew are you both from rhode island originally uh, I'm not. She is. I'm what? born and raised in Providence, Rhode Island, specifically. Yes, we love that. Yeah. Veronica, where are you? How did you end up in Rhode Island? Oh, my gosh. Um, so I was born in Puerto Rico. Puerto mm -hmm. Rico's home for me. Mm. Um, and then I grew up as a kid in New York City. Oh. And I was in New York till I was uh, around a teenager. Mm. And then my parents... <laughs> said that they really thought we were losing our closeness to the culture. Mm -hmm. And they were really just like, mm, this is cute, but yeah. we're going to bring you back. You guys need to sit into this. Mm -hmm. And so we went back and I went to high school in Puerto Rico. Um, and then college came around yeah. and I loved the beach. And so I surfed 
I was always at the beach. You surf? And I would, I mean, I had, I would go to school That's and my cool. bathing suits were in my backpack. Oh and my so God. my parents were like, so here's what we're not going to do. We're not going to put you through college yeah. and then literally have you just be at the beach. Yes, so we're going to, my mom called friends and we didn't know anything about Rhode Island. Yeah. And they were like, there's this boring little state that's very college focused up north. This is, a, this is really how we ended that up That also happens to have pretty good surfing. Yeah. <laughs> Which they did not know, by the way. They did not know Just that. Just happens to also so, be the ocean ha -ha. state. <laughs> <laughs> Tricks on you, lady. Oh, my God. Yeah. And so that's how I ended up in Rhode Island. So you so went to college in Rhode Island? I came here. I went to Rick. And because mm. um, I wanted to be a social worker. Again, yeah. no social works and giving back. It's it's all in there. It's all very. Yep. It's all in there. It's yeah. very cyclical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, and I was like, okay, I'm going to go, but I'm only going to be here for five years because no, thank you. You didn't want to be And here. I, I mean, I cried the entire first year I was here. I, I didn't think people were nice. Oh, I didn't no. think the state was beautiful. I did not have an awesome time the first mm. year, but then I, I kind of started getting my footing and then mm -hmm. I made friends and then I got into relationships. You know how that goes. Mm -hmm. Then you found the beach. Yep. And I've been here for 26 years now. All the beaches. She's taking me places years. I've never been to. Really? This girl knows As a Rhode Island. Yeah, she's ridiculous. That's, yeah. I love Because I was just like, well, fine, I'm going to be here. I'm going to be a tourist yeah. every single day. Well, that all, <laughs> it happens a lot that like when you're born here or born in any place, yeah. really, you take it for granted that you know the state. Mm -hmm. You're like, no, you know, I've been here my entire life. I know the state. But that also means that you don't feel the need to explore it. Right. So a lot of people that live here their entire life, they the people know. who move here have been to more parts of the state yep. than most people that yeah. lived here their entire that's life. Yeah, that's accurate. a common conversation yeah. I have. Yeah, and true. so all of us non-natives yeah. will all just be like, oh, here's a cool place to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's because you They're like, have no, to, you I've feel been, like you I've have been to going to Scarborough Beach every year for oh my, my entire life. <laughs> I haven't been to Scarborough in like 17 years. <laughs> I have, I'm born and raised in Rhode Island and I could learn a lot from you about beaches because I think I've been to like three beaches in the, the beaches 31 here. years that I've lived <gasps> here. I, well, I, I'm very opposite to you. I, I would never surf. I, the ocean scares <laughs> the scares you. shit out of me <laughs> because in, I think in a, in a, in a, speaking of logic, in a logical way, mm -hmm. because like I'm going into this like these like this living organism that is filled with <laughs> no 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 scary I, things that we don't know yeah, we've no. only explored about 20 percent exactly. of these living things yeah. exactly <laughs> so like i'm gonna be in there like flailing like a idiot Just like trying to and and i'm like I'm, being comfortable yeah. yeah you have to be comfortable and i would not be they'd smell my well, but everybody that spends a lot of time on the ocean it's will tell you the same thing like if you're not at least have a healthy fear you have of the to be ocean, scared then you're an idiot ding, <laughs> like, ding, ding. it's a terrifying place but you just have to have respect for it and know what it no. is and any of you us who what? spend enough time in the water have all had crazy Experience. experiences that will tell you hmm don't yeah. go back and then we get up and the you next go back. Day. you're like yeah but i like it a lot <laughs> but i really love being <laughs> in the beautiful. because you start you really and i haven't i haven't been in the water for years mm. I, when my my boys started getting a little bit older i was like okay i think you need to stop doing like risky stuff <gasps> so i haven't but i dream about it mm. sometimes still and so that call was always like the same call that would call me back and you know yeah so yesterday i swam i, I was out maybe in a hurricane and perhaps oh my God. i almost died like twice but today all i could think about is going back out on the oh water I, I, mm -hmm. it's just like this very weird no toxic yeah. I mean, there's relationship a, no, no. the that's famous like, the surfer the, the girl that got her arm bitten off yeah and she's, and she's still back out there, out there. absolutely yeah. that's crazy but I can't I get no her way. I understand yeah. no I way there's it's no a thing way. you love or I mean like uh, was it Alex Honnold the free climber uh, oh, free yeah. solo guy yeah, yeah. Uh, he know, like yes. everybody that does that 
you know, everybody dies, yeah. but everybody that does that dies doing that. Yep. But so it's like, it's there's like something it, beautiful about, I don't but know. He's fine with it. Just he's like, like yeah, I'll just keep doing it that way. He's, yeah, that's what he's, he says <laughs> like, if I'm like a lot of people would I'm rather something like that happen <laughs> while doing the thing that they right. love doing. I understand yeah. that. I can connect to that sentiment. Yeah. Because, All right. This, yeah. Wait, sorry. This we're going like dark. This I, is a tangent. <laughs> I'm scared. Me and Blue are scared She won't go past. She won't go past her knees into the yeah. water. Hell. And no, no. It's Even not at happening. home, like when we when we had our 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 pool, she. <laughs> Would always be on like the kid side. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I'm not gonna try. I'm not trying to drown. I'm not trying. No way. No. Anyway, oh, okay. Gosh. So really quick. Yes. I, I had this. What? Okay, go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, I was gonna try to bring us back to. Well, where I we had a question. Go ahead. Look at. Look at. I love this. Look at. Everyone. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so my. I was gonna ask this before, but then we got off because we always go on a hundred million tangents. Good. This is like yep. our vibe. This um, is how I talk, by this, the way, exactly. every day of my life. It's, you want to you want to go from point A to point B, but it's like this. My <laughs> conversations go kind of like one, and then you branch out into yeah, seventeen hundred. Yeah. And then if you mm. end Good up luck. at the at the right point, which sometimes sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. But I read through doing my research mm -hmm. on you, and and I read an article about how you obviously like through your culture and through your lineage, like you had already this healing and spiritual energy, like sort of life. Mm -hmm. But I was reading that you started doing a lot of like meditation and like, um, what's the word? Yoga and mm -hmm. stuff like that. And did that sort of give you the, mm -hmm. I don't want to say like the, the means to be like, oh, this is something that I can give to other people. Like, how yes. did that happen? No, that that actually is pretty insightful, very spot on. So I got into yoga and meditation in my early 20s mm. um, because I was so stressed out. I damn near had a nervous breakdown. You're I was going through so much. Yeah. But I was, <laughs> I was working really hard. I was like 21 or 22. I was already, you know, dubbed like this corporate golden yeah. kid right yeah. and so that comes with a lot of pressure uh -huh. and a lot of hate from coworkers, by the uh -huh. way and so I, it was really stressful um i was going through stuff with like my parents and i'm the eldest and so my siblings mm. had to be there it was just a lot a of lot. different things mm -hmm. and so i had to force myself to take a pause mm. and that's when i really learned um the power of breath mm. and so that's how things started for me so mm. I, I started using yoga and meditation as a survival tactic mm. um i had read about it in a book this was like i mean we still had like vhs's back then <laughs> and like maybe a dvd i miss those yeah right i, I had kind of gotten this tape on vhs <laughs> about like just basic education on um meditation mm. right on a more formal ground because we can all kind of sit and breathe and so that really opened my mind to just like, wow, this has been so transformative. And I saw how it impacted my own life and how it really mm -hmm. brought me back to who I was Yeah. Um, after several months of getting in there. And so I just kind of continued and it was kind of like the first little light mm. of just, hmm, like, I wonder. And this was yeah. 20, over 20 years ago. Mm. Um, that was the first of just like, okay, maybe this is something that I can learn and how to share. And so I would share it with my friends. Yeah. And then it kind of, I've always had that Snowballed. very community they would come over and we mm. would start to kind of like breathe together and do a yeah. little bit of yoga. Then I learned more about yoga and kind of started really that path. I, although I'm not certified, I probably have like a thousand hours. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you could be like triple yeah, certified. Yeah, and I do. Uh -huh. So I, I am certified in mastery of meditation, meaning mm. that I can um, certify yoga instructors because oh, yoga cool. does fall under the, the branch of meditation. And so when you do mastery of meditation, you mm. cover all of the branches of meditation, including the branch of yoga. I feel like meditation is so, is such a tricky thing. I want to do meditation so bad. 
But then when I sit and try to do it, mm -hmm. I talk myself out of it. Sure. That's it's normal. Bad. It's bad. Yeah. I and, have so many tips and tricks for people when they come in because this is a normal thing, right? Yeah. But I think the pressure of just... For, uh, one of the rules that we have, especially with my clients who have a difficulty with this, is that we don't call it meditation mm. because I think there's a lot of pressure with that there's word. A lot of pressure. Yeah. And Instagram yeah, has really messed sure. us up with yeah. like what we think meditation should yeah. look like. And yeah. I know there's a lot of people putting out content that they find helpful, mm. but it could be damaging because now you're portraying right and wrong. Now you're yeah. creating that there is a right and a wrong, first mm -hmm. of all, there isn't. And so if we just think of meditation as taking a period of time where we're sitting down to just breathe, yeah. no rules. Mm. You don't have to quiet the brain. That takes time, right? You're, you're talking about after you've been doing it for a while, then maybe you can master learning how to quiet and turn your mind off, but you're not there at the beginning. Yeah. So just sit and breathe. Time yourself. I say even set a timer for five mm. minutes. So that way you're not, oh, I have to sit here for 45 minutes and you're looking at the clock. No, yeah. set a timer, sit down. Don't be bothered and mm. just sit there and breathe. And just breathe. Do nothing else. And build on that. Add a minute a week, add a minute a month, add a minute. And so that's how you kind of build a strong meditation practice. Once you're able to sit and breathe still for a period of time, mm. then we can talk about mastering other things. But it is a journey. That's meditation a really is a lifelong journey. Mm. Yeah. Right? I, this is. I would say I heard somebody talk about, um, I can't remember who it was now, but when you're first starting, like part of it is a, uh, you're gonna thoughts are gonna come mm -hmm. into your head yeah. the important part is to like not try to force them out just let them go where they're Don't, gonna go yeah. and then just settle back into what right. you're doing because with forcing energy goes where attention flows so if we are thinking about I don't want to think about yellow socks. I don't want to think about yellow socks. Yeah. I don't want to think about yellow socks. All we're doing is thinking, thinking we're about actually visualizing them. Yeah. And then you're going to go into the elaborate number of types of yellow socks that you, because your imagination, your mind's going to be like, oh, Explodes. sis, you gave me permission? Wow. Cool. Yeah. And so it's the, the universe and our mind, and the universe represents our mind and our subconscious and higher self, doesn't know the difference between don't or do know, right? So mm. do not think about yellow socks. All it knows is yellow socks. Yellow socks. socks. Yeah. yeah. And so, by the way, that's also how manifestation works. I was going to say, don't. A little, yeah. a little hint. Um, so if we can just focus on what that is, mm -hmm. right? So if you want to think about be still, because mm -hmm. that's what you want. You don't want to think about the yellow socks, but your, mm -hmm. your objective is being still, then focus on being still mm -hmm. and have that be what you're thinking about. My God, um, that's such a good so tip. Just try that out. You're so right, because I feel like in podcasts I've listened to or content that I've seen about meditation, it's just like, you know, clear your mind. And I'm like, I can't clear my mind. There's so much going on But it's there. also impossible. It's like impossible. 2023 human beings yeah. cannot, that does not. And so here's the other thing. We, we're talking about older practices. We're, mm. we're getting a lot of these like monkey mind and quieting the monkey brain tips from monks different types of monks are from people who, who have kind of read a book from 1945 mm -hmm. or in the 1960s and 70s anything on yogananda right which is older that's a different time yeah. the average human being was different which means that our needs were different mm -hmm. and so with that so too have to evolve our meditation practices to mirror the kind of person we are today so true and yeah they didn't have that. instagram Ooh. No, no, they didn't. <laughs> and what would we be without Instagram? A bunch of oh uneducated people. God. Just <laughs> Where would we be without Instagram? So bored. That's, uh, that's so bored. So bored. But we'd oh, all be the... meditating. We would be meditating. We would be writing books. We would be scholars yeah. and PhDs. Well, and maybe we start a university. Facebook and Instagram and uh, all of these things. have. <laughs> one of the, I think one of the reasons we have an issue with, uh, with uh, meditation in general mm -hmm. is that we, like this group of humans... We've trained our brain 
to not think about one thing for a long period yeah. of time because we have Instagram and TikTok and all these things. Yep. And by definition, we're thinking about each of those things for what? A second a and a half. Yeah. And then we're just scrolling to the next right. thing and the next it's thing and the next seeking. thing. So like your brain is so used to not being forced to focus mm-hmm. on one mm-hmm. thing yeah. that it doesn't mm-hmm. want to. No, we all have ADHD brain. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I talk about this sure. all of the time. And we're training ourselves to do that, which is why it becomes that much more important to set a time to just breathe. Mm-hmm. Our brains need breaks. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing. We get up in the morning. Most of us get up and grab our phones and we're already answering emails yeah. on Instagram, answering DMs, thinking about the day, looking about the weather. What am I going to wear? And so all of these things happen, right? Yeah. 100%. We show up to work and then we're working. So our brain is active. And then when we're not working, we're back on the phone, checking what yeah. we missed on Instagram, mm-hmm. yeah. checking our DMs, catching up on our emails. We get home. We're at this nonstop. It's when nonstop. do we give our brain a moment to just exist? Never. So we don't know how we're feeling uh-huh. because in a 12, 16 hour day, right? We are just going, 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 going. We haven't stopped to say, how am I feeling today? Mm. Mm-hmm. Right. So one of the things that I always train and try to teach my clients is let's do a check-in. If you're not really big into having five minutes a day to breathe, then we can just start by just doing a toe, toe to crown. Mm. How am I feeling? How, am check I good? With am, yourself. Yeah, just kind of go through your body. Mm. Go through your body. And just that little thing can give your brain, A, it gives mm. it a break, but then you're reconnecting with yourself. And that relationship with this, yourself is the most important. We yeah. don't honor that. We are not saving space. We're saving space for our partners and our mm. friends and our coworkers. We're not honoring the relationship with ourselves because we are busy trying to figure out what the hell everybody else is doing. That's so true. And I, I think like I what you just described about like waking up, looking at your phone, do, like literally that is like my day. That's Wake everyone. Up, look at my yeah. phone, come to work, do this. It's like up. part of our, yeah. right? No, like, why don't we just get up and I am, I'm, I'm a big water drinker. Mm. So I get up in the morning and have a glass of water. That's the first thing I do. Helps my body connect, mm. right? I'm here, helps me ground first thing in the morning. Yeah. I'm connected to myself. And then I really start with just basic breaths and stretches mm-hmm. and just like, okay, how am I feeling? And I get right into gratitude prayers. And that's how, but that doesn't mean I'm not tempted to grab my phone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I absolutely am. But then mm-hmm. I, I, and I would grab it probably about half of those times I'll have the phone in my hand and I will mm-hmm. have to then take breath, put it down, put it down and mm-hmm. then get into. So it is something we have to show up for. Mm-hmm. There is no plug and play when it comes to this. It's not ever going to really be automatic unless you're in an environment where you have shut everything else down and you have no choice. Mm-hmm. You have to like set it almost like a calendar yep. invite. To we, you know, we fake it till we make it everywhere, by yeah. the way. And so this is, yeah, set, set calendar invites, use your alarm. I always yeah. encourage people, we have technology. Let's yeah, use it use to it. actually fuel mm. ourselves. Yeah, I mean, there's a, a, so I've over the past few years gotten more and more interested in, um, you know, outdoor activities, uh, you know, hiking and mm. uh, hunters and all of these people that have spent a lot of time outdoors. Uh, and one of the things that people don't think about is that people that hunt, like say the, like mm-hmm. whether, however you feel about right. hunting is fine, but people that hunt and spend their time in a, like in say a, a tree stand yep. for 11 hours, mm-hmm. no phone, yep. just sitting. Amazing. Like, mm. That would scare the crap out of a lot of people. But those are the most grounded. <laughs> I folks. never thought about it until Ask recently. Ask them about I'm how like, they feel. Crap. They know. And fishing. <laughs> yeah. Fishing is yeah. another activity. Yeah, fishing. Nature is one. I'm a nature person myself. I actually have to be out in the woods several times a week. Mm. That's how I feel connected. Can live. Mm. <laughs> that's why yeah. I, I. That's how I consider it. Even out in the winter, I'm out in the woods, mm. and those are my walking meditations. That's mm-hmm. what I call them. Mm. 
And it's because there's a connection with nature. So you're really, there's something so rejuvenating. We're seeing studies show that people who are spending time in nature have lower stress. They can lower their blood pressure. They're having longer Mm -hmm. lifespans because we are really, you know, we forget that we are animals and part of nature. Organic beings, just like a tree. Yeah. Yeah. I did a trip to the Pacific Northwest. I talk about it all the time because I'm also working on doing a lot of national park trips coming up. And I think one of the things that I'm like chasing is we did Rainier, Mount Rainier. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it's a really long hike mm-hmm. and you get up to the top and there's like just nothing around and it's mm-hmm. quiet and you're 7,000 feet above sea level and it's beautiful. And then, you know, in five minutes, you're going to have to walk back down. Yeah. Oh. Nobody tells <laughs> no you one, the walk yeah. back down is way <laughs> it's worse. It's always than the walk worse. Up. It's um, always worse. But like that, I think what I'm chasing is that moment at the top of yep. that mountain. And that's where I want to be. Just like is, yeah, Or when you wake up in the morning and you're yep. at a campground and nobody else is up and you make some oh, coffee God. and there's a mountain above you. And it's so much These different. These are the things yeah. I live for yeah. also. 100%. I am a person. I, I'm out in the world out of obligation is what I tell people. But I would be <laughs> yeah. living in a tree. You're just like, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm into a tree. Yep. Like a <laughs> Keebler elf. Yep. <laughs> and I will make cookies and everything yeah, yeah, happily. Yeah. I love from that. Scratch. Happily. Are yes. you going to move into a tree? No, I said no, she from She needs her own tree. She will have a neighboring tree. You guys will have your own hers trees, will be full of own, technology your own yeah. dwellings. i love that and music <laughs> we're very different <laughs> yeah but that's why it works so yeah. well right yeah, we complement each other uh, i was well. gonna say so i wanted to bring this back a little yes. bit um just uh kind of before we end up having to wrap things up um we you kind of went through your the the whole thing and you were working out of your house uh yeah. and you were in uh puerto rico for yep. a while and you came back and we never really touched on like getting your space mm. yeah so the space that you're in now yeah let's talk um about that. how how did you end up where it is? Like, what was that process like? Uh, all too of that. Easy. Just kidding. No, <laughs> too easy. It just happened. No, I, I thought it, about it and it happened. You know, sim- <laughs> close. Yeah. Um, so before we, when I decided to leave my house in 2017, I found a space. And so I set up shop on the east side. And it was so funny because it was a f- me, because I was so afraid that I wasn't going to make enough money to yeah. cover rent that yeah. I called my friend who's a life coach. And she, she works specifically with the Spanish uh, speaking community. Mm. And I said, hey, I really want to get out of the house because you know like what's happening here, right? Yeah. So she knew that things were growing and she was like, good, because I kind of need a space too. And I was like, let's go have mm. space. That works out. And we were so excited because she was like, I don't know if I'm going to get any clients. And I'm like, like, I don't, I don't know, know either. And yeah. we paid like, it was very little, mm. like very, very little, but we split it. And I think we were in that space for like two years. Oh, wow. But the space was small. Actually, mm. about this size. And we, oh can, fit, we yeah. can fit a massage table and like, two chairs and like our water cooler for like tea and, and yeah, water. But when I, because we did both were coaches and mm. I did healing in addition, we didn't have enough space. Like I couldn't have a seated um, session and have the table. Yeah. So we would have to, re- I would have to reconfigure like the room Jenga in between each session. Uh, and like, pull. yeah, it was, I would have to pull furniture out in between sessions yeah. onto the hallway. And yeah. then when the next person came in and so we did that for oh, geez. That an extended terrible. period of time, yeah. but it was, we were so excited because we had a home. We mm-hmm. had Humble a place. Beginnings. But that's also a lot of people. I can't say a lot, but I, I know it's, it's a normal thing for people to be like, I want to do this new thing. So mm-hmm. I need a space, but I want this space to be, awesome so then they they go out and they get this really big really complicated yeah. space and now they're they the first thing they've done is put themselves in, in debt. debt yeah yeah oh i think i mean remember over analytical right yeah. business yeah. person so this is where i was like i need to make sure that 
one session a month will cover my rent. Mm. Yeah. That's how so smart. Yeah, yeah. grow your space yep. with your business. Absolutely, yeah. and working well below your means, yeah. right? Because you don't know business and no matter how much you try to predict, no matter mm -hmm. how many forecasts you pull, how many numbers you, mm -hmm. the industry, the, things it's change. I mean, look at what happened wild. with the pandemic. We still yeah. don't really know how things are, are kind of flowing. Yeah. But we were there for a little bit of time and then we decided to make the move to Puerto Rico. So I gave up that space mm -hmm. and, you know, you heard a little bit Our about that. Our friend took over it. Oh, yeah. I, I left it to a, a therapist friend of mine. She's actually still there. Ah. Her business just amazing like 10x yeah. at that that's location. amazing so it was a, a beautiful blessing mm. i came back and um took me a little bit of time to figure out what i was going to do with white lotus mm. truthfully when i came back um because we came back as we had to a couple of health things come up mm. and um i needed to be here yeah <laughs> Um, so once I figured out, I was like, okay, I'm going to slow down on everything else. Mm -hmm. It's just what happened in the beginning of 2020. I kind of closed out all of my corporate associations. I stepped down from all the boards that I sat on. I was consulting for some businesses in town mm -hmm. and I kind of closed all the contracts and I said, I'm only going to do White Lotus, yep. which for me was riskier than when I left corporate, yeah. truthfully, yeah. because I had been making quite a a nice living mm. off of this. And I was still running my own business, essentially. Yeah. I wasn't working for anyone. And so it, that was a a hard call. But mm. it was what was best for my yeah, you, spirit. You, you, you voluntarily pulled your own net. Yep. Mm. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. exactly what happened. And so um, once I said, okay, I'm going all in. Mm -hmm. I'm 100% at White Lotus. I'm not um, diversifying my attention anymore, which I'd done up until that point. Um, and I wanted to go back and hit the streets. And so I went right back to my old building where I had um, originally found a place. And oh, so wow. they had openings. But I had been in such a different place. And when I saw those rooms, I'm like, I can't work <laughs> with it oh anymore. Yeah. It's You're not like, a I thing. something right. different. Yeah. And then they were like, oh, across the street, we have a place. I'm like, cool. And so and that's that, where I am. That's and that's amazing. where we've been now for two years almost. Nice. Amazing. Um, and we've expanded a little bit there. So we started with one large room where, where I teach and everything out of. Mm. Um, and then now we have uh, another room because we're a team of four now. I was seeing. That's so amazing. That's been I did not. It, it just feel like, oh my God, it happened yeah. so quick, but it really didn't happen quickly. Yeah. But it feels that way. It feels like when you think about like, especially when you're like a solopreneur for so long mm. and then now you have, you you do your first hire and then from my first, we hired then two other people I and then that. we'll see what this year brings. It would be great to add do one more. Do you find that to be more or less scary because now people depend on your business? More scary. Hey, yeah. Right? <laughs> more scary. And I'm going to tell you why it's be. more scary. So here is like a little bit of like, OCD, A-type personality yeah. stuff where every, I touched every client that came to White Lotus. Mm -hmm. I put my hands on them. I know the quality that they got. Mm -hmm. I know what their experience was. Um, and when you're hiring someone, you have to completely relinquish that. You have to mm -hmm. trust that person. Oh, my God. A lot yeah. of trust. That was that was the hardest. Oh, my God. And granted, I've the my practitioners, some of them have already been through my education. Mm -hmm. That's how I met some of them. Um or even if they came with education that wasn't through me, I, they still go through a pretty, you know, rigorous training process yeah. because we do have a way that we operate. Yeah. But now also, uh, it's not only your livelihood that yep. depends on your decisions, <laughs> ding, right? Ding, ding. And that's scary. Yeah, but it also go. does make you think about things a little differently. It does. It so might now, make you slightly less risk averse, but maybe sometimes more. It more. just depends. It's yeah. actually made me more. And I realized I didn't think so. I, I, I thought it was going to be like, oh my God, I'm going to just be like clutching my pearls all yeah. the time. But it's quite the opposite. Now I feel like I have to like 
show up and show out mm-hmm. and really think expansively. Yeah. Where before, even if I was thinking expansively, it was still within a bubble of imposter syndrome and yeah. fear because it was just me. I had the luxury of just thinking about mm-hmm. me and my feelings. Yeah. But that's not the case anymore. Yeah. Now yeah. it's me and these three other people. And I spend so much more time, truthfully, mm. thinking about developing them and growing their book of business than mm. my own. That mm-hmm. They're my focus mm. because they represent the legacy of White Lotus. Yeah. And, you know, won't be, I won't be doing this forever and forever, ever and yeah. ever. But White Lotus should exist mm. for long periods mm-hmm. of time. And so it's so much more important for me to pour into my team and make sure that they have what they need in order to thrive and be amazing practitioners so that we're actually gifting people Mm. like truly healing experiences when they come in which is our our priority and what's nice too like obviously we've talked about imposter syndrome and i feel like being your own being an entrepreneur Mm -hmm. in your own business by yourself Mm -hmm. imposter syndrome just creeps in and there's no one for you to be like ah nope now you have a team who believe in you (laughs) Do you know Which what I'm saying? Like, like it's wild so validating, and it, it yeah. gives you sort of like the the permission, even though you should be able to grant it yourself. But like, gives you the permission to say, like, okay, what mm. what I've been feeling, what I know is true. People see it; they want to be a part of this yep. dream and this vision. And it kind, I would think that it maybe like helps the imposter syndrome a bit. It does. It's quite an emotional thing, yeah. truthfully, for me because it, it does. And I get the most amazing messages from my staff on a regular basis. I love mm. them so, so much. Like We have genuine love for each other. Mm. We, we call ourselves a tribe. Um, but it, it's, it's incredible mm. how... It is empowering and it's humbling. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And so from from a place of gratitude is empowering because yeah. I'm I'm so grateful that I that there are these people who have faith in in our mission mm-hmm. and our vision, but also are really showing up for it. Yeah. And so that's more than just like, oh, I believe in you. I'm so proud of you. Thumbs yeah, up. Yeah. 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 It, this is really like you're here every day showing up, pushing mm-hmm. our our vision forward and working for it. And so that is, it is validating, Mm. humbling, and just a little bit scary. Just so (laughs) so scary. It's your version of the ocean. Yep. Oh, I mean, your version for me of the ocean. (laughs) That is absolutely, I'm just like, oh, right. And so there's like these reminders that I have to kind of go through periodically. I'm just like, oh my God. And this is again, where it's wonderful to have an external, like my wife who's just been watching the whole thing. Mm. And occasionally when I get into like these moments of just like, oh my God. Do I even know what I'm doing? She's like, girl. You got it. Girl, what are you doing? You got it. Let me tell you about you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, sometimes you need that. Yeah. yeah. I I need it all the time. All the time. We're very good at telling ourselves that we're not the thing that we are. Yeah. um, And we can't possibly be. And sometimes it takes somebody else to be like, no, this is you. Yeah. Right. Get over yourself. Get over. This, no, that <laughs> is so you. funny. That's my phrase. I'm always like, yeah. oh my God, get over yourself. But yeah. I need to do this. And so these are my monologues also where yeah. I'm always like keeping, again, that ego um, on track. We think about the ego as this thing. I'm like, I am so great. But the ego in truth is the imposter syndrome. Yeah. It's that little voice telling you you're not you're going not. to amount to the things that, by the way, you've already accomplished. You've already right? done. Yeah. So if you stop and pay attention again, mm-hmm. we go back to the importance of sitting and breathing, yeah. right? Because it reminds us of like, oh my gosh, I have done these things. These mm-hmm. things are very real. Mm-hmm. And this is where life has really taken me. Oh my God. This has been I really love cool. This. I'm very so happy cool. that you're here. Yeah. This Thank has been in I am so too. happy that I'm here. Thank I, you. I love both of you. <laughs> I do have a really quick question. Yeah, of course. Um, and this, this could finish it up, but... Um, if there's someone who's listening who has never experienced like a sort of spiritual healing, mm-hmm. energy healing, mm-hmm. they've never 
put themselves in a position to try it. Do you have like a tips on how to get started? Like if someone's like, I'm, I love, I love listening to Veronica. I want to go to White Lotus, but what do I do? Where right. do I start? Like what, where oh, would you start? So much. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this is one of the most I, common questions okay, we good, get, good. truthfully. I was going to say, well, you start at 100 Lafayette. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> or you can just self-book online. WhiteLotusVirginHealing.com. That's White Lotus. Designed by Blue. If anybody needs a website. In real life. Um, but it's the most common question. I actually get this DM'd all the time um, or text. But I like to start. So we offer an array of different things. And even on our service list online, there is some stuff there. But if you really have questions about something you want to specifically do or whatever, I always recommend people to directly contact me. Mm. And we can kind of get into it. Um, I offer something called integrated energy therapies, mm. one of the energy therapies that we offer. Mm. And for me, as a practitioner, that's where I like to start with people um, because it's a reset. Mm. And so it's very gentle energy. All the energy therapies that you'll come and receive will be very gentle mm. and filled with love and be warm and you know all that. But integrated energy therapy really focuses on removing energetic blockages and obstacles. And so once we kind of get through that, then it's so much easier to kind of do the rest of the work mm. moving forward. Because typically people don't come to just, I mean, I have people come in, have one session and maybe they'll come every, you know, in six months. Yeah. But regularly people will come and then create some kind of um, schedule mm. of, you know, whether it's every three months, every whatever it is. Mm. And so we start kind of like creating a plan. But that would be where I would always like to start with mm. people. Do a little bit of research. If, right on the website, I, on the energy healing page, you're going to find blurbs mm. on what everything is, um, full breakdowns. We're always available to answer questions. Yeah. But I always like to, for people to, if they're really interested in energy healing, that's where I like to begin. With I them, love that. Is, um, with IET. That's, yeah. And and I think, because I know for me, like I was just telling you mm -hmm. earlier that I'm like, I get overwhelmed by everything. So like, me like meditating I'm like ah, I can't do it I can't figure it <laughs> out so I can't it's supposed to be relaxing and it's the act it's, it's stressing you out it's stress so like yeah. when, a lot of times when I go to a website or I see something a service honestly even when I get my hair mm -hmm. done like I'm just like I don't know what to I don't know start. what to do I don't know what yeah. to do so it's so helpful and and I feel like just knowing you mm -hmm. in this last hour like people who have questions aren't aren't sure where to start St just start by sending a dm yeah <laughs> That's yeah text i'm i'm big on texting yeah. my number is everywhere yeah drop me a line yeah i answer all my text messages um i try to answer the dms mm. myself on mm. white lotus um so a lot of times people are like oh i want to talk to brown oh, yeah you're talking to it's her me. so because Hi. people don't expect yeah, yeah right yeah. they think that it's going to be one of the um that's it but it feels like you would be a great like in a place to start, like just you are the place to start. Like people should just start with yeah. you. And I also would like to take a moment to explain it a little bit mm. because I've experienced the services. Yeah. Um, and I think that a lot of people don't know what to expect when they go in. Mm. So I think that's really important. The thing about Veronica is that she has a magnetic personality. Totally. She, it's really easy to talk to. Um, people usually come to her and just start talking. Mm. Like literally you have to look at it as a space where you're just going to go, just go in. You may have to get something off your chest mm. and then you're going to just relax, lay on a table, close your eyes and everybody's experience is going to be different. Mm -hmm. So some people are going to have thoughts. Some people are going to see colors. Some people mm -hmm. are going to cry. Some people like you're everybody's going to have a different experience mm -hmm. based on what you need at that moment in time. Mm -hmm. But whatever it is, you're going to go through it. It's super relaxing. Some people fall asleep. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, you, you the time just flies mm -hmm. and then it's time for you to get up. 
And if there's something you need to talk about or if there's some messages that she receives, she'll then talk to you about it. And it's a very transformational thing that happens over the next few weeks where whatever you came in to do actually comes Mm -hmm. to fruition. Mm -hmm. So it's a very powerful thing. Um, It's very Mm non-invasive. It's very relaxing, very easy, very gentle, very Mm -hmm. natural. Mm -hmm. So that's what it feels like. When you go to see Veronica, you're going to get an experience and um, feedback that you've been waiting to listen to your whole life. A lot yeah. of people leave and say, "This is the information that I needed to know. Mm-hmm. This is what I've been wanting to know." Like they're very profound. Point. Yeah, but the, the sessions are all very and they're all profound. different. Yeah, and, and different. They're yeah. all different, but they're very transformative. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's why we've been doing this for as long as we have, and mm-hmm. we continue to grow because when you come and experience it, you see that we're not just talking about yeah. what can happen you're yeah. actually living through and something and then it. you're going home and you're seeing mm. all of these other the manifestation of changes yeah. right that happen as a result of the session and i'm speaking from experience yeah. from, based on the services that i've received yeah. and also what i hear people mm. who confide in me and tell me what their experience is mm-hmm. like i'm not yeah speaking yeah like a first person a testimonial yeah That's, because I'm, people I'm will run, they run and tell yeah. they really do yeah. run and tell yeah. after um because a lot of it's, it's a lot of yeah mm. we we didn't do any we just started really advertising and wow. kind of pushing as a matter of fact we didn't even have an instagram page till a couple of years ago because wow. it was just like what for you didn't need it yeah and everything we every, mm. everything we did was complete word of mouth i think too like in the day in the age that we're in right like like mental health therapy right like Mm -hmm. a a therapist or whatever like that is finally like people are very in tune with that and i think people are really starting to see whether what what you believe in Mm -hmm. if you're religious if you're not if it doesn't matter it, it doesn't matter it really doesn't energy energy is a real thing right what you put into the world is a real thing yes. what you accept from the world is a, is real, a thing. real thing because i know people who i know have an energy blockage yep. because all they they just you know you know you can identify you can it. see it you can you can feel see it. It. you can see it. you can see how they move or not move mm-hmm. yeah it's all there and i think people are and i i can assume that your business is just going to continue to grow because i think mm-hmm. more people are getting in touch with that and yeah. realizing that like you know it's if you want to walk through this world mm-hmm. right this life you have to free yourself of this like negative like whatever's we can't walk around and carrying boulders yeah, exactly right? but we do that yeah. emotionally spiritually psychologically yeah, yeah. So, I-, I agree and you're like someone who has the tools that can help people obviously it's not going to be overnight like oh i'm fixed it's no better. no but, but you, it you have those it makes tools. a change it, it makes, makes a difference a it really does 100%. make a difference i, I can't I, I can't even express enough i mean i have so i have so i have hundreds of stories and some yeah. things have I happened really overnight do. believe it or not i'm sure and honestly, yeah, 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 yeah i was gonna say yeah. i i've had calls that have brought me to tears yeah. after session because it's always mm-hmm. feels like oh my god i can't believe changing. this is a thing yeah. every session no matter how many years i've done this they all feel like a, a gift there's something different it really a weight has been lifted yes whether you, it's a little weight a big it. weight yeah it doesn't... And they're usually big right we, we have very heavy conversations mm. post-session because we get to see and we get to feel and there yeah. are stories that will come up trauma focused mm. and so that's really what the session is about mm. and I, I work in conjunction with a lot of therapists it's so funny so I, we support therapy so yeah. much um and so we have a, a bunch of clients who see therapists who know that you know they see me and so we kind of send each other homework and we piggyback oh, off of each other i love that also about half of my book of business are therapists that that's yeah because that energy my, like, they know what's up they yeah they know what's especially up. if they're taking like mm-hmm. being a therapist you're taking in people's yep. 
bad, yeah. not bad energy, well, but no, like heavy energy you're, or whatever. You're, you're people data dumping yeah. right, all the time. And where so do you put that? Where do you put that? And you have you the tools it. to help manage that yep. and help turn it into something positive or help we or hope. informational or anything yeah, that anything. can help anything. people thrive and move yeah. forward. Right. That's our object, ob mm -hmm. objective. Objective is to just help people get to where they need to get. Yeah. yeah. And also Period. IET is uh, removing the issues from the tissues. The yeah. Issues from the tissues. Isn't that so cute? <laughs> yes. I wish yeah. I'd come up with it, but you got to give it to the IET people. No, so removing yeah, the issues from the tissues. That. So that's something that people come with a lot of like childhood um, blocks yeah. Yeah. and they don't know where it's coming from, where you keep repeating the same mistakes right. and you keep going in right. a cycle. And so IET, what that does is remove that like like the energy the that's blocked. Exactly. Isn't that wild? And I it allows it. you to move forward. So I it's really that. profound. Mm. Right. It really is. And it's things, once again, that we don't actually subcon like consciously understand yeah oh my god but it's a good starting point and then usually from there we we go right because we can go then to herbalism if mm -hmm. we're talking about physical disbalances and we can talk about using um food as medicine and mm -hmm. that's the thing mm -hmm. and then or from there we can go into sound healing I, I like to work with drums and stuff like that to also kind of help remove blockages and so literally i like to start there but then from there it's no rules. And yeah, when you, you come to see anything. me, you, you may not even know what we're going to do that day yeah. because we're just going to see and you can what work we're with guided. your clients probably. Like mm -hmm. you can probably, you know what they need probably better, especially after that first. Oh, the initial. first session tells me everything because it's, it's a, I call it like a spiritual MRI. Yeah. I can see everything that first session. Oh and I mean everything down to child to trauma. Can I, so we can go Veronica, back down. Can, so there's a secret about Veronica. Oh, God, no. Oh, my God. No secret. Veronica. You already gave my number. What <laughs> other secret? No, no, that's blocked out. That's blocked out. We're deleting that. We're deleting Veronica, yes. Veronica is um, my secret weapon because mm. Veronica is able to, before the session, mm. she knows. Like, if you call her and you yeah. tell her you need something, she knows exactly what you need before she sees you. That's when crazy. she meets you, she she can read people like yeah. nothing. Like, it's, yeah. it's not even a conscious thing. Like, yeah. she literally knows people, like, in side out like do you know what's so weird does that get annoying when you guys get in an argument yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, I, listen <laughs> let me tell you <laughs> that's so funny well is it funny the tool i use all the time is <laughs> when that first article that was in i think it was in providence monthly about white lotus about yeah. you abby the person abby, who wrote it, yeah, yeah she was like it was so weird the phone call was like really nice yeah. like just that like and because i was because i was talking yeah. to her because i had heard about you and, mm -hmm. and i i i had seen i'd just seen you on instagram yeah. and i knew i had some friends who saw you yeah. so i was like this is so cool and like that was like her first reaction yeah. which is like huh just to have that <laughs> yeah right? like she didn't even meet you yet right and it was funny because she was like oh yeah like the first time we called like the call got dropped or something and it then, did. It was and then super funky. called back and she was like there's something going on. We got to yep. reset this. And she was like, it was so nice. <laughs> so like, even just on a phone call, like obviously yeah. that you're like, you're saying like, you just know people. Yeah. That's just, that is, a, that's, shouldn't be a secret. It's not a secret no. anymore. No, I mean, I talk about it all the time and people yeah. who are around me will know. Like yeah. if you've, if you've worked with me in any capacity, if you've come into any of my spaces yeah. within a few minutes, you're just like, okay, you're. You're, you're great it. we're you're just it. gonna I'm talk so it's, it's a very <laughs> it's still like it's one of these things where i'm just like wow wow like how did i end up here i yeah. still you manifested it girl yeah this is I, feel, I, I, I feel led I, I don't even feel like i can take full responsibility i do feel like i'm always divinely guided yeah and what i m the part that i contribute to is that i i allow to be mm, led mm. Mm -hmm. and that's how i show up but i, I definitely can't take this is all 
higher self stuff. I love this. And I love you. I love you. And I love you. I love you guys so much. I know we've only met for an hour, but I'm obsessed. I want to just like hang out. I know. I know. (laughs) What other podcasts are you guys doing? So I can just just post a podcast. (laughs) I want to just like hang out and just be like, (laughs) oh my God, let me just ad lib right here. Perfect. We'll add a second couch. I know. So many couches. It'll be like the full peanut gallery experience. You can do your podcast on your massage table. It's just like more cozy, more comfortable. I was just thinking. I know. <laughs> I love this so much. And before we've had you for a while, and we yeah. we know you're you're busy, very busy. You're very, very busy. busy. Um, before we let you go, though, in the new year, mm-hmm. we're in the new year, yes. 2023. Yes. Are there any personal business goals or things that you're yes. excited about? Yes, yes, yes. That you yes. can talk about so much. Uh, some that I can talk about, some that I can't yet. Yeah. But yes. Um, Mostly classes. Truthfully, mm. we have classes coming up. Mm. I think we're teaching three classes this month. They're all on our Instagram page. We yep. have uh, Beginner's Tarot. Yep. Um, what's exciting is that my team members are going to start teaching this year. And Amazing. it's been super fun. I've always been the only teacher on board. And so mm. I'm happy that they've gotten to a point um, where we can start leading classes. And so uh, Tarot will be taught by Christopher. Mm -hmm. I have an IET class coming up at the end of the month, but I am excited because I've been, people have been asking me for an herbalism class Mm. for years and it seems like an easy thing. Everyone can do them. They're really easy to put together, but I'm like, I don't know. It's already been done a hundred times. What kind of class am I even going to teach? And so what we're going to be doing is in February, I'm going to be teaching a folk medicine making herbalism class where I get to teach the medicine that I grew up making. Mm. Um, to other people that I think is normal. Some people come over, you know, to the house and be like, I have this and I'll whip something up. I'm like, isn't hey, this no. what you do? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And it just recently hit me. I'm like, people don't really do <laughs> this. People don't do this. No, this really. is just me. Yeah. Like, and so like, this is the class we're teaching. That's so that's so going to be coming, I think at the end of February, I'm still writing the course mm. now. Um, that's coming. And I don't know, potentially an expansion of sorts. We're dreaming Yay. of a White Lotus Spiritual Healing Center. And so we're hoping that this is I love that. the year that it happens. This is the year. This is the year. This is the year. This is the year. I think so, it is. Lots I'm, of education, yeah. lots of classes. I love this. Um, we're bringing back the circle. and We're going to be doing a spiritual circle open yep. to all people. Mm. Um, and so be on the lookout for that. That will be in the spring, which is really when the new year begins. I yeah. try not to do anything new around this time of year. Let's a it's winter. It's Everything crazy. is in hibernation. Uh-huh. Right. So uh-huh. this is not the time to begin. It's not the no, energy no. for beginning. So no, we usually no. begin. We it's wait till the spring energy. to launch and start because mm-hmm. that's the proper new year. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's the kind I of sums up. That. I always encourage people to follow us on Instagram and see what we're doing. Because yeah. sometimes I just be like, oh, I just thought of this. Yeah. <laughs> and your website is we're fantastic. So Instagram is Thank for, you. Right? I have to thank Blue, Thanks. my web oh, designer. It's great. Yeah. It's super informative. And I love how like even like your team members, like you learn a little bit about them, yeah. the services. I think it's incredible. Awesome. I'm so happy to hear you. Thank here. you so much. I'm happy to hear wanna, that people love the website. I just want to let people know Instagram's at white lotus spiritual healing. <laughs> dot com yes. and blue we're gonna do that oh yeah she beat me to it you yeah. beat us to but it that's fine oh we do this here we do it no that's perfect <laughs> that's what, I said. No, no. She wants, that's what perfect. she wants is her own mic so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just needs to keep an eye on this one <laughs> you're trying to steal our show <laughs> oh, i just it. wanted yeah. to give the business number you're trying to steal our no show? they can find the business number is it's it's out there yeah it's, it's actually b- so you guys you did what i want everyone to do mm. and i think most people try but it doesn't always work you're the same across all the platforms. Yes. So white lotus spiritual healing.com and then also Facebook, Instagram. Mm, everywhere. White Lotus it's all Spiritual the same. Healing. We love that. Um and it's easier to just if somebody knows how to find easier? a podcast, mm. 
they know how to just look up the website mm-hmm. or Google it. So yeah. uh, we're super it's easy to Google. Very yeah. quick. We're everywhere. Yeah, I mean, you, uh, I, I noticed that if I did White Lotus, I did White Lotus RI, or I'm going to get the HBO show yes. right now. Yep. But, uh, <laughs> Which I love, by the way. People, <laughs> we, love people accidentally tag us. Oh, that's so, that's so, <laughs> so we're like getting like of this. Jennifer Coolidge. Yeah, <laughs> just like we get accidental tags all the time. That's I'm so super funny. excited about them. Like, sure, You're like, we'll oh, take, yeah. take it. Take I'm it. here for it. We oh were first. So. You were first for sure. <laughs> that's it's a good name to share because it's a good show. It is. Um, but yeah, so White Lotus spiritual healing everywhere. Yes, online. Yep. Dot com, put an app before it on, a, on the other, <laughs> the other things on the, right. on the Instagrams. Yep. And guys, honestly, like we've just spent a little over an hour with both of you. I know. Do you do any like are you in the in the spiritual healing realm? No. You're the behind the scenes. You're the technical web digital designer designer all that so i i we ran a branding agency prior mm, to this so yeah, branded marketing and web yeah um and so we've just shifted this year into real estate so we're doing real estate investments Good and construction for you. Yeah. incredible nice. yeah. that's amazing for you well i was gonna say like diversify that portfolio i love being around you have to pivot you. you have to pivot pivot to pivot pivot, pivot. I mean, you've already done such a good job so far. 2023. I always feel bad because I'm, so I'm always excited. like, this is our year. And then everyone's like, remember when we said that? Like, no, yeah. But, but no, this, this is, is our it's a year. year seven. Sure. It's, it's a year, year seven. So energetically, this is a year it's of a good just year. spirituality. And so I at love. this year, I think our my industry is going to be really um, at the forefront because I think people are going to start really understanding that mm. in order to be healthy, you need a, a mesh of psychology, allopathic medicine, and then some of the spiritual stuff. Yeah, totally. And I think this is a year where people are like, oh, wait, Let's make this it formula click. can work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So Listen, we'll life is short. We need to we need to be right with ourselves. Yes. All the time. 100%. As much as we can. Absolutely. 100%. Yes. Well, I'm so happy that you guys came Thank out. you. This Thank you for having me. This was a lot of fun. It really was. My face hurts from laughing. <laughs> <I know, but laughs> That's how you know it's a good time. I know, but now we're going to go on the rest of our day, do good things. Amen. I'm going to go to White Lotus, make an appointment. Yes. Perfect. That'd be great. And it's going to be so Thank fun. you, guys. So yeah, thank so you. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks. Bye. 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 Bye.